Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Wow, do we have a lot. Uh, just a ton of stuff. It's going to be a big show today. Jam-packed full of stuff. Uh, I don't even know where to start. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I guess, I, I guess we start with... Animal videos? <laughs> no, surprisingly, no. Oh. No. I thought you were telegraphing that. No, I, I mean, usually, yes, I'd be all over the animal video, but not today. Not today. Uh, today, <sighs> we might start uh, with the Hunter Biden situation. Mm. Documents apparently show Hunter Biden's signature on the Delaware computer repair shop receipt. It's really <laughs> his computer. I mean... I, the Democrats are trying to say, oh, you know what? This is a Russian operation. The Russian disinformation. Well, even if it came from the Russians, that just means they found the computer, right? Or got a hold of it somehow, got it to somebody else. Doesn't mean it's not true. A Russian operation? Plus, our intelligence people say, no, it's not some kind of Russian operation. It's not Russian disinformation. There's no evidence of that. You know what it is? Sheer butt stupidity. That's what it is. <laughs> it's Hunter Biden who took his computer to a to a repair shop, signed for it and everything. It's his computer. And then left it there. <clears throat> Never came back for it. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, he's not, I, the guy's just a screw up. He right? is. He is the screw he up. Bless his heart. Family. He's a screw up. He's, you know, he's got some issues. We all do, but his Issues are fairly prominent right now and visible to all. And uh, he happens to be the son of a <laughs> of a uh, political candidate, so it's relevant. It, it's it's all relevant. <clears throat> so these documents acquired by Fox appear to show Hunter Biden's signature on an eighty-five dollar receipt <laughs> for repair of laptops. What kind of shop was this? Where do you get computer repair for 85 bucks? I, I was thinking that too. Whoa, you right? got a great... Is this a special Biden deal? Uh-huh. I've never gone into a computer store for under 100 or 200 or 300 bucks. Yeah, how much is the uh, <clears throat> geek squad over at Best Buy charge you oh, to look at It's your... a fortune. It's right? like, okay, I'm. you know what? I, I'll just buy a new computer. Forget it. <laughs> That's usually how expensive it is. It's like, well, you spent twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, okay, it's worth about eight hundred. What do you mean, spent twelve hundred dollars on the repair? No, thank you. Yeah, and how, he <clears throat> is such a screw up. How do you not even? First of all, how do you how, not go back how, for it? How do you, when you're involved Ever. in this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. How are you going to a computer shop to begin with? Right. Instead, of, you're just destroying it with a hammer in your backyard. Right? Yes. Yes. And then you're moving on. Uh, yes. It's time for a new computer. Yeah. If you got all this stuff on it. Yeah. And then come on. second of all, you're going back. You're going back for it, right? If, if you <laughs> if you go, man, that I was so drunk when yeah, I you're dropped going off my computer. Back. He must have. He must have been on drugs when he dropped it off, or who knows when. He is. But the screw somewhere, up of the family. somewhere along the line, <laughs> I guess he just forgot it forever. That'll happen when you're, you know. Smoking on that pipe like he was. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. It wasn't a crack pipe. It was a it was a meth pipe. Wasn't that what we yeah, heard at one point? <laughs> a correction, uh, correction. Right, correction. That was not stop it. This is a urban legend that that was a crack pipe. It was a meth pipe, you morons. 
<laughs> now, supposedly that was a, a Snopes correction or something. I don't know. I think that was a. I think somebody was just. Was that Babylon B did that? Or maybe something? it was a Babylon I B. I, just I don't know. Jeffy came in here. So great. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, apparently, it hasn't been absolutely verified that the signature is actually Biden's. FBI paperwork also shows that shop owner John Paul Mac Isaac. Why does the guy have four names? What's that about? Right. John Paul Mac Isaac. Yeah. That's a waste. Selfish. That's a waste. Uh, Save some names. Yeah, right? You know, for the rest yeah. of us out he here. Takes, he takes two middle names, so someone else is without one. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I don't think it's... It's like Glenn Edward Lee Beck. That's... It's wrong. It's wrong. Uh-huh. First of all, the two ends in the first name. Right! Totally wasteful. And then you got two middle names? No. Now somebody else is without one. Thanks. Huh. <laughs> anyway, John Paul Mac Isaac received a subpoena to testify before the U.S. District Court in Delaware in December 2019. Last week, the New York Post published a report saying emails obtained from the laptop show Biden allegedly was in on his son's business deals. We know that. House Intel Chair Adam Schiff said the smear on Biden comes from the the Kremlin. (laughs) Okay. okay. The smear is from the Kremlin. Mm-hmm. All right. So what did they do? They planted this computer at the Delaware shop. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that worked. Uh, DNI John Radcliffe, the uh, director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe, said the laptop is not Russian disinformation. And Biden's campaign says the Democratic nominee engaged in no wrongdoing. Well, they of course they say that. They always say that. Mm-hmm. U.S. authorities investigating uh, if recently published emails are tied to Russian disinformation targeting uh, Biden. Uh, this just keeps going. The dealings of Biden's son in Ukraine and China are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation campaign. Everything that uh, is going wrong for Democrats is Russia. Is it's the Russians? It's the Russians. Um, the '80s called <laughs> Democrat Party, and they want their policy back. Okay, yeah. the '80s are pissed <laughs> off right now uh, about your. You're Russian fear-mongering. <laughs> yes. So ridiculous. That's amazing. Conservative-leaning New, po- New York Post claimed in a series of articles this week that it obtained smoking gun emails. Uh, President Trump and his allies have used the topic, I love this, to smear the Bidens over the past year. Mm. CNN. I, I mean, the spin on their articles... Unbelievable. I know we might Unbelievable. get into it later, but uh, as of last night, I'm trying to <clears throat> get this to work right now, uh, but New York Post still not allowed to uh, tweet on their uh, Twitter account until they take down their um, Hunter Biden. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah they what? still. They that still was, good. Jack came out and said, whoa, hmm? whoa, that was just some algorithm problem. Yeah. We didn't mean to take that down. We didn't mean to flag them. We didn't mean to remove that link. So, in fact, they did, and they still are. They haven't right? posted anything since October oh 14th. Gosh. And that normally is unbelievable. They, they, uh, the New York Post posts the stuff multiple times a day. <sighs> wow. 
So, but anyway, we've got we got some fun stories on how that went you. down, and uh, you know how Facebook and Twitter uh, are mm-hmm. tied very closely to the Biden campaign. Uh, no kidding. <clears throat> um, so maybe this explains why uh, Twitter, Facebook, all these socials uh, were so quick to suppress the Hunter Biden revelations. The moment the New York Post reported on some of these uh, sleazy dealings with Hunter Biden, Twitter and Facebook uh, went into overdrive to suppress the information. And as Keith just mentioned, they're still doing it. They're still suppressing the information to protect Joe Biden. In the case of Facebook, though, uh, maybe one of those protectors was, in fact, protecting herself. Hmm. The person currently in charge of Facebook's election integrity program. Okay. (laughs) That's good. It's an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Facebook's election integrity program is Anna <clears throat> Makanju. The name probably doesn't mean anything to you, uh, but it does mean something to Joe Biden because Anna Makanju is formerly Biden's senior policy advisor for Ukraine. For who? For you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. His senior policy advisor for Ukraine. Huh. That sounds like a preemptive job right there. Like, look, wow. we've got to have somebody on the front lines of social media. If stuff comes out against Biden on Ukraine, sure sure you need does. to be in place yeah. for when this happens. And ta-da! That is crazy. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? I would have never... I, I mean, the effort here is so complete you just have to stand back and look at the genius sometimes and think wow these guys have really thought this out yeah i mean every aspect of it has been carefully planned and orchestrated and covered up Mm -hmm. and then they have contingencies for if anything goes wrong like this it seems allegedly in my opinion and keith's obviously Yep, and it doesn't stop there. We've no, got more. No, it doesn't. More social media uh, backlash <clears throat> resurrected over Biden's transition team ties. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Who else do they have on the inside? Uh, Twitter suppression of Hunter Biden's revelations also came days after the company's director of public policy, Carlos Mangi, mm. Reportedly left his post to work for the Biden transition team. I'm sorry, what was that again? I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're gonna, now, now we're going. Now we're yeah, we're going the it. other we're way. Flipping now. it. Yeah, we're... yeah. So he was with Twitter, then he left Twitter to go to work for the Biden transition team. And he probably doesn't have any like coworkers that he used to be chums with. You know that he's still in contact with. Hey, could you do me a solid over there? <laughs> no, I'm sure that's not the. <laughs> See if my right. passcode still works to get you into the mainframe. Uh, uh, the move. Uh, there's also fresh criticism on social media over the Biden transition team's hiring of top Facebook exec Jessica Hertz, hmm? which reportedly came days after the 2020 Democrats campaign penned a letter to the social media giant urging them to censor President Trump's posts. Well, then, there's huh. a lot going on there behind the scenes between the campaign and the social medias. How do they get away with this? With all of this stuff, how do they get away with it? And we know about it, and they just keep doing it. They just keep doing it. Some Twitter users accuse the Biden campaign of not even trying to hide it at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they don't care anymore. They don't care. I I really think that they're so enmeshed now that they've 
gone so far down the road that they don't need to hide it anymore. Well, and they're really kind of proud of it. They want us to admire their work. Yeah. They're like, look how good we are. <laughs> yeah, you really are. You're pretty good. In Section 230, right? Yeah. That's a helpful uh, thing they have in their back pocket. It sure is. Now, there's been some talk from, say, Ted Cruz and others to finally, once and for all, do something about this Section 230. Yeah. We've heard about it a billion times. Section 230 is the one where uh, if you're if you're uh, considered a publisher, then uh, there's certain rules and, and regulations that you have to abide by. If you're a platform... Then you have to remain, or is it the other? It's the other way around, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to remain unbiased. Yeah, that way you're not held liable for third-party information that's, and just so that's posted on your website. That's the agreement. So if somebody does something crazy on your website, then you're not going to be responsible for it. But you have to re- you have to remain non-biased <laughs> in order for that agreement to be in effect. Well, uh, Brendan Carr, commissioner of the FCC one of the commissioners, Mm -hmm. says the recent news story about Biden and his son, Hunter, being blocked on major social media platforms, watershed moment for big tech companies. There's a huge divide between the power, the influence, the bias, and the big tech that they have, and the complete absence of regulation. That's not what Congress intended with Section 230. So I think we can modernize, clarify the rules so that more speech stays out there. At the end of the day, we want people deciding for themselves the value of speech, the value of inf- information, not Silicon Valley. Thank you. Uh, but they've been allowed to get away with this for so long that it would amaze me if they really do finally put the hammer down on this. Yeah. Courts have given sweeping interpretations of Section 230, uh, conferring immunities and privileges on big tech that Congress never provided them. Our job at the FCC will be to close some of those loopholes while Congress and other entities look at potentially revoking 230 entirely. Hmm. Okay. Finally. Yep. I mean, it's it's so egregious that even you've got a Supreme Court justice now, you know, speaking Clarence out. Thomas talking about it? Yeah. He's, he's saying... Uh, that the protections are too broad. Right. Well, we've talked about, you know, a million times, these are private businesses, right? Mm-hmm. The, this is their business, and and so they can, I guess, decide who participates on it and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But again, they're provided these protections, so they've got this deal with Congress going. Uh, so they can't have it both ways. They can't have it both ways. Either uh, you, you receive the protection and allow everybody to to voice their opinion mm-hmm. or that protection goes away and you can be you can be a, an arm of the democrat party yeah and you talked which is it talked about how uh the senate may uh subpoena jack dorsey and some others zuckerberg mm-hmm. uh, yeah we got an update though uh plans for the vote were delayed in part due to some uh, gop panel members wavering on whether to support the action according to one senate gop aide I, so now they I, are getting Weak need saying, ah, maybe we won't. These, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? These feckless mm-hmm. Republicans oh, just drive got, me out of my mind. They've got something on them. There's no feck in them. There's, there's no absolutely feck? no feck. They're feckless. Do you have to pay extra to get they're, the feck added in? They're devoid of feck. <laughs> I am. Uh, it's a weird word, isn't it? Feckless. Uh, so feckless, meaning that you're 
you don't have any feck, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have any feck, you're, you're not going to get the job if, done. Yeah, if you're sans feck, mm-hmm. then, 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 then that's bad. You're lacking in, in feck. <laughs> so get some feck. Get some feck. Right? Hashtag. And hold these hearings. Get some feck <laughs> and get these guys in front of you. Because you're not going to have power for another... Right. Oh, let me check here. Seriously. This is... It's madness. Why, why is it that Republicans can never hold the line? Why is it they can never draw the line in the sand and just hold that territory? I don't, I don't get it. Uh, but they can't. Well, I think you already addressed that. They're feckless. They have no fact. They don't have any fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, though, Arguing Section 230 of uh, the Communications Decency Act, the CDA, as we like to refer to it. Of course. Is applied too broadly to social media companies in in a recent letter. The law, which was passed at the beginning of the dot-com era, allows internet companies... Well, we know what it allows. So, according to the report by Axios, Justice Thomas suggested that Section 230 of the CDA should be narrowed. Yeah. You think? Maybe? In a statement issued in response to a petition uh, for writ of certiorari. Yes, of course. I mean, don't. Mm-hmm. You're doing that. <laughs> you're doing that so that the rest of us don't feel bad about yes, ourselves. Right. Right. I know this Latin word. And I'm just. Yeah. One more time just for the. I, nah, mean, just for, I, I don't want to show off. You don't? No. Uh, Justice Thomas argued that Section 230 declares that social media platforms are not publishers which means that they cannot be held liable for content posted by their users. Some industry analysts have suggested that platforms should be responsible for their plat- uh, for the content on their platform and for the censorship of content from their platforms, an act that makes them a publisher instead of a, a mm. uh, platform. So it's nice to see we've got a Supreme Court justice... Who has feck. Who has some feck. <laughs> if there's anybody with feck, it's Clarence Thomas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that guy was just from the very moment he was nominated uh was forged in the arena of feck <laughs> seriously there's not many spines left up there it's really not <clears throat> even in the supreme court you know even in this super super conservative supreme court john roberts a george w bush appointee wow how is it possible that they could do something that uh, wasn't conservative? It's uh, it's almost impossible to believe. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Clarence Thomas, I I forget. I don't want to scare anyone here, mm-hmm. so I probably shouldn't say this, but uh, he mentioned the word retirement recently. Um, wasn't he just saying he wasn't going to, though? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, Seems like somebody kept saying, well, what if Justice Thomas retires? And I think he said, okay, there's I've an got update? no plans to retire. There's an update? Okay, cool. I think. He's like, I got no plans to retire. Ask me on November 3rd, right? Is that what he said? I, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm saying, right. I'm saying. No, <laughs> All right, I thought you were reading it. No, right no. There. He's probably thinking, wow. look. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that stink though? That like your retirement is based on how an election goes. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, uh, in in his case, you know, me and Jenny plan on uh, moving up to Nebraska, but it, of course, it depends on uh, this election. So, jeez. Mm. Uh, he's so consistent and so reliable. 
and his values run deep and so to lose him would be a disaster just a disaster uh let's go to bernie in michigan hey bernie you're on the blaze yes sir uh you touched on our our illustrious governor gretchen whitmer yesterday Mm -hmm. about how she's lying she is illustrious isn't she Oh, oh gosh! Yeah. And uh, she, she, I would like to go over several lies that she told, if I could, if you give me some time. All right. She lied. She lied about the terrorist plot, saying that that was connected to Republicans. It was not. It was a right a, a real extremist group that they don't like Trump either. She lied about the saying that Trump is creating divisiveness. She lied about the court ruling that was unanimous against her, 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 that they were unconstitutional. She said it was partisan. It was unanimous. Democrats and Republicans said that she, she went too far. Mm-hmm. And she, she falsely says now that, oh, if you don't like the lockdowns and you vote for Biden, you know, vote for Biden. And we, and she's almost like she's, it's like a veil of threat that if you don't vote for Biden, I'm going to keep locking you down. That's the way she treats us. Yeah. She, she lies about everything. She, she, she blamed Trump saying, he didn't do this. Trump was saying at the Muskegon rally over that's not too far from where I live. He, he mentioned Governor Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and he said that she's so nice on the phone and says, "You need anything else?" He asked her, "No." And she gets off the phone and starts vilifying him, saying this terrible administration. I mean, how far is she going to go with this? You know, she's in Biden's pocket. Period. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Bernie. Yeah. Uh, here's here's uh, part of what he's referencing with <clears throat> with uh, Governor Whitmer. How do you um, how are you going to account for um, lockdown fatigue, mitigation fatigue? I mean, that is real. We know this is real um, in your efforts this time to convince uh, your constituents to abide by the rules. Yeah. So last night, the president talked about lockdowns. We haven't had a stay home order since mm. late spring. But I know that he never lets the facts get what? in the way of Pause it for a second. that he's making. Okay, he's not the one who locked down your state. You are. Maybe you haven't rescinded the order. Thank you. That you issued back in was it March or May? Uh, she said late she spring. Late spring. Uh yeah, but you issued the lockdown. That just means she hasn't pulled up on any of them, right? Right. And plus, if it wasn't for the Supreme Court of Michigan. Every one of them would still be in place right now. So as Bernie was saying, she's a lying sack. <laughs> Let's see the rest of this lie. Since oh, late geez. spring. But I know that uh, he never lets the facts get in the way of comments up. that he's making. Every moment that we are not focused on the fact that Unreal. there are 220,000 Americans who have died from this virus is good for him. So in that sense, as he incites additional violence against people who this are just incredible. trying to save one another's lives, it's good for him. And that's why no. I don't want to talk about him endangering public servants' lives. I want to talk about what he hasn't done, and that's his job. <laughs> the Trump virus response is the worst wow. in the globe. I mean, in the world, it's the worst. No. Eight million people have been uh, have contracted mm. COVID-19, 220,000 dead. We've got people in food pantry lines who never would have imagined that they'd be there. And no... Uh, light on the horizon wow, because our numbers keep going up. This is a gravely serious moment for all of us. And if you're tired mm-hmm. of lockdowns or you're tired of wearing masks or you wish you were in church this morning or watching college football or your kids were in person instruction, it is time yeah, for change Sunday, in this country. No and that's football. why we've got to elect Joe Biden. Oh, geez, that's just... <laughs> Oof. All right, we got to... 
Maybe this will help. No. No? It's not helping? This is the lady that wouldn't let you drive from your one house to, to your, your other, other house. Because a lot of Michiganders uh, have places on the lake. And, you know, maybe they live in Detroit. They've got a place on the lake. And uh, they weren't allowed to drive from that house in Detroit to that house on the lake. But you know how to make that insanity stop, right? Yeah, vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You know, Who's going to do what? Right, the guy who has hinted at having a national mask mandate. Wow, do they... They've, they're really good at just continually spinning the lie. And when they're caught in the lie, they just keep repeating it anyway. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Everybody knows or should that Donald Trump is not responsible for these lockdowns. He suggested it strongly, and his timeline was two weeks back in April. Two weeks. And when he said, uh, this should really, we should really open up. We should open back up by Easter. They had, everybody on the left had an absolute conniption fit. You know, if he had that to do over again, he would absolutely <clears throat> get to his Twitter account every day after Easter and, a, and just hit yep. that home. Why aren't we opening? Let's go. It's incredible that they can have it both ways like this. First of all, they were pissed off. First of all, they were pissed off that the lockdown didn't happen soon enough. He didn't do enough. He didn't do anything. He waited too long. Okay, well, then he suggested that you lock down uh, your businesses and do it for two weeks. Uh, and then, ever since then, he's been encouraging everybody to open back up. We can't stay on lockdown. It's bad for the economy. Open your business back up. Let's do it safely. Let's protect the elderly and the most vulnerable among us. And then everybody else, go about your business. And they're still somehow able to blame him for the lockdown that you have mandated? Gretchen? Wow! <laughs> it's it's masterful uh, I mean, how they yes, do this. Yes, yes. I was just going to say, these are master manipulators at work. Just master deceivers. There is a special place in South Hell for these douchebags. Oh, and that's convenient because there is a Hell, Michigan. No, that's right. And she could just go there. Yeah. She could just go to Hell, Michigan. You know, a funny morning show bit. <laughs> oh, tell Back me. in the day was to uh, wonder if your temperature was hotter than hell. <laughs> and you'd call up a convenience store okay. in Hell, Michigan, and you'd ask of the temperature. <laughs> and, and if it was less than yours, it was actually, literally, hotter than hell. Good morning, everybody. Well, okay, Beautiful well, morning. Hold on a second. It's 65 degrees here under partly cloudy skies, Irving, Texas. Wind out of the southwest at uh, four and a half miles an hour. We're checking in at Barometric pressure 30.02 and falling. Hey, Flap, Good guess morning. what? Yeah, what's that? In Hell, Michigan, it's uh, 37 it's degrees. It's literally hotter than hell in Dallas, <laughs> Texas. Oh! Good morning. Woo, what a, a beautiful, one. beautiful morning of the morning time this morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, wouldn't you like to go back to those days, though? Yeah. The simpler time. Just a simpler time where you can have fun on the radio. <laughs> I mean, it's just random sound effects on morning shows. <laughs> Let's check in with weather and traffic. <laughs> 
traffic and weather together every uh, nine minutes on the fours. All boarding long this morning. Good morning. Beautiful, we, beautiful morning. What are we getting to some sports? We had some sports last night. Oh, we got to speak into sports. Oh, no. We, oh, no. You see, when do we get these days back? We have we, we have something covering virtually every aspect of uh, our existence today. <laughs> and this one is another tough one. It's another tough one. This is from, is that is this okay. little sound from the weekend? Yeah, this clip with was Troy right. With Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. This is a hot mic moment before We'll share that the, with you coming up. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> so a little hot mic action Whoa. right before the, the game began, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. So we'll play that for you in just a few minutes. Also, don't forget, we're going to get the let out. It's 7 o'clock tonight. Led Zeppelin for an entire hour. Be ready with your Led Zeppelin requests as we get the let out. <laughs> <laughs> that will be with J.K. McKay taking you all the way up to the bewitching hour of midnight tonight. 7 to midnight with J.K. McKay and getting the light out. The Big Frog 109.9. <laughs> the only station beyond the bandwidth of your FM radio dial, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, y'all, and I don't blame you for asking. Oh, but thank you. But you know, the moment I answer that question, yeah, the headline in every one of your papers right. will be about that. And other than I don't other like than headlines. So focusing on what's happening now. Huh. The election has begun. There's never been a court appointment once an election begun. What four million or so people have already voted. They're hmm. denying the American people the one shot. They have under constitutional law. Asinine. And he's been asked multiple times, what about it is unconstitutional? Of course, can't come up with the, uh, with the answer because there isn't one. It's not unconstitutional. <laughs> the, the only thing missing from that is, look, man, what do you think? Do you think I want to be president or something? What is this? The Spanish Inquisition? Stop. Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> what are you doing asking me questions? I just want to be in the White House. <laughs> Stop asking me questions. I don't owe you anything. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible, man. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, let's see. Now, Sean Ono Lennon. Oh, I know him. Tweeted out something fascinating uh, about when, Hunter when, Hunter Biden. In the crackdown that social media was doing in conjunction with the Biden campaign and locking down the information getting out. This is John Lennon's son with Yoko. He's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boy. Beautiful. Yes, yes. It is no longer, here's what Sean tweets, it's no longer an exaggeration to say that the collusion between social media and media to manipulate our reality for the benefit of their political agendas has reached reached Stalinist proportions. (laughs) John Lennon's son. Wow. Love that. Well, that's an unlikely place for that to come. (laughs) Yoko Ono's son. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) And he's right, of course. Totally right, man. Hit a home run there. He's a libertarian. If you follow him on Twitter, he's he's definitely an independent thinker. I think I think John would be very proud of that fact. Yeah. If I can go ahead and speak for a guy who was killed when I was like four years old. Been dead for forty years. So we have no idea. Might as well Yeah, I'm going with it. Might as well just run with it. Yep, I think he would be proud. Then we've had many patheads, I guess, uh, tweet 
Uh, the, they need to hear Al Sharpton. <laughs> yes! Yes! Talking about Hunter Biden's... I put that in there for y'all, Pat Heads. Emails. Oh, cool. Look at All this. He's, right, got, so... he's got the megaphone, y'all. Why was Hunter Biden's traffic emails sent? <laughs> Why was Hunter Biden's computer left at the repair shop? <laughs> I mean, that, that last line, nice try, a little too coherent. Yeah, it was. That was a yeah. little too coherent for a Reverend now. That's very true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, that, he is. <clears throat> what were we saying? He's Fredo, right? Uh, off air. We were like, you know, yeah. that's... Uh, Such a screw up. He and... is the dolt of the family. <laughs> uh, but, jo- but Joe loves him. He loves him. And he's, you know, every, all of us have problems. Don't worry about it. Uh, so... It must be tough for him, though, because Bo was a superhero in that family. Right. And, of course, apparently did all the right things at all the right times and did, you know, made his father proud. <laughs> You've got Hunter. This. This guy. This guy over here. But <clears throat> he he gave a lot of money to Pop. One of the, one of the emails uh, talks about how he owed, uh, I guess, 50% of all of his earnings. Went to his dad. And that's a ton. That's a ton of money. We wow. wonder how, how Joe got so rich. Ta-da! Ta-da! Oh, what did I see? What did I see? The income uh, for the Bidens has just exploded in the last few years. Of course it has. Uh, compared to any year previous, just the last few. Huh! Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it's Hunter Biden, you know, was able to use his dad's name and his position back home. Right. And and even though Joe claims that he didn't meet any of his business partners, we now know that he did, in fact, get together. It's in the emails. Did, in fact, get together with this uh, Ukrainian. And who knows what they talked about, but I'm, I'm guessing it was helping his son's deals get rolling. But remember, in defense of, of Joe, Joe yeah. he may not <clears throat> recall those meetings. He may not recall, plus... <laughs> Uh, they've already told us that we looked at our calendar and yeah. we didn't put anything date with uh, yes. Hunter's There's nothing. There's business nothing on partners the in the Ukraine. There's, there's nothing <laughs> on the official calendar. Nothing on the official calendar uh, is completely clear. Right, but as Politico reports... Uh, there's a few uh, gaps. Yeah, we have we have images uh, from those days oh, in okay. question uh, of you guys together. And... Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's gaps in that uh, on those days in your schedule. Just a few gaps. So we don't we don't necessarily know exactly who it was he was talking to, but uh, it's quite probable uh, the guy from Ukraine was one of them. Just amazing. I mean, there's there's no way out of this. It would seem this would be like in any other time period, right? A huge October surprise that destroys the guy's candidacy. Eh, but nah, not in today's day. But and that age. D, man, that D. Behind your name really means everything. Deflects a lot. D for deflect, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, Captain America. He walks around with that shield. He should just walk around with a giant D, because that keeps this <laughs> stuff nothing away. Nothing could hurt him. Then. <laughs> Seriously, nothing could hurt him. Uh, all right, we'd like to welcome a new client yeah. to the show. Cool. Thuma. Uh, Thuma's the bed. When was the last time you gave any thought to your bed frame? Pants. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> when you bought your mattress, you thought about it for about three seconds. Because they threw it in for free, right? Well, you got what you paid for. There's 
no way that ugly hunk of metal fits your style. Give your bed and your whole bedroom an upgrade with the bed by Thuma. Thuma has spent years and thousands of hours creating the perfect platform bed frame for modern living. Super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable. It's made to naturally minimize noise. The bed by Thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty. It ships right to your door. Takes about eh, five minutes or so to assemble with no tools. That is right up my alley. <clears throat> if I receive something in the mail that has a bunch of tools and the, the little wrenches that Ugh. you can... I, I, I don't even want to see it. I don't want to open it. <laughs> but this could not be easier. Thuma has really high standards for both craftsmanship and aesthetics because each bed is handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled walnut-colored wood. Uh, you're going to see how beautiful it is right away. Upgrade your space with The Bed by Thuma. And right now, for a limited time, you can get free shipping on your order. Free shipping. Go to Thuma.com slash Unleashed. That's T-H-U-M-A dot... It's not actually dot com. It's dot C-O. Oh. Hopefully that'll make it easier to remember. Just leave off the last M <laughs> for muddled. <laughs> oh, the last M for muddled. And it's yes, because it'd be muddled if you put the last so M in. So it's Thuma. Thuma dot C-O. Dot C-O. Okay. Yep. The bed by Thuma shipped directly to your door for free. Thuma.co slash unleashed. Ray Unleashed. Well, if you want COVID-19 to go away, you know what you have to do. You got to vote for Joe Biden. That's what I hear. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I hear. Because, you know, Trump has handled this worse than anybody in the world. Yeah, yeah. You uh, have to uh, wear a mask when you go to the grocery store mm-hmm. in your town. And Say your, thank you. In your local area. Uh, thank you, Donald Trump. Yeah, all because of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 So a casket outside, you know, speaking of people who've handled this poorly, has anybody handled it worse than Andrew Cuomo? Of course, (laughs) we all know the answer to that is no. Nobody's handled it worse than Cuomo has. A silver casket was wheeled to the front of a Brooklyn nursing home Sunday, and 6,500 copies of the cover of Governor Andrew Cuomo's new book were dumped into it in protest of his COVID-19 policies. As you can imagine, uh, not only 6,500 copies fit inside the casket, but they they made good use of them all over the place. Uh, The number of covers was equal to the roughly 6,500 people who've been reportedly killed by the coronavirus in nursing homes in the state. He gets a total pass for that. And he writes a book about it. And he writes a book about how great he handled it. I just... it's, what? With a bizarro you, world. You just can't get your head around it. Here's a guy who literally handled it worse than anybody in the country. Worse than anyone in the world. And yet he's hailed <laughs> as a hero. He's bragging about it. I remember early on, I remember complimenting <clears throat> his um, daily press briefings because they were just plain speak yeah they were good i mean they were informative and he even complimented trump he complimented trump i mean it was pretty good stuff yeah and that just shows you the power of of just uh um 
being well packaged, you know? Yeah. And, and and but look at his policies that he was doing behind the scenes. It's amazing. Literally causing the deaths of people that were completely unnecessary and avoidable. Ugh. Also, a new study has found that a third of excess deaths in the United States during COVID-19 uh, could not could not be directly attributed to the virus. Although total U.S. death counts are remarkably consistent from year to year, U.S. deaths increased by 20% from March to July 2020. COVID was a documented cause of only 67% of these excess deaths. Hmm. Some states had greater difficulty than others, containing the spread, causing protracted elevations in excess deaths that extended into the summer. One reason for the high amount has been disruptions in health services caused by the lockdowns. We said it, man. We said the <clears throat> unintended consequences of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the way we dealt with it. Yeah. That, that in a lot of cases, were worse than the actual disease. Yeah, and it's going to affect other areas of health care. And it has. So beyond the staggering U.S. deaths caused directly from the virus, more than 134,200 people have died from Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia since March. That's... Uh, 13,200 more U.S. deaths caused by dementia than expected and then averaged over the years. So that's huge. Yeah. And this article goes on to discuss, you know, these patients were doing well. People with dementia are dying not just from the virus, but from the very strategy of isolation that's supposed to protect them. In recent, recent months, doctors have reported increased falls, pulmonary infections, depression, and sudden frailty in patients who had been stable for years. So sad. So the cure is worse than the disease for an awful lot of people. Somebody was saying that back in like March, April. Huh, really? Yeah, somebody. Yeah, they got mocked, I think, on uh, social media too, uh, which is weird. Jeez. Then, of course, the uh, little disagreements between St. Fauci of DCC and President Trump uh, they're heating up a bit now because Fauci just really kind of came out and complained about him on uh, 60 Minutes and uh, was made into an ad even. Earlier this month, the Trump campaign released this television ad. It features what appears to be a glowing remark from Dr. Fauci on President Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. I can't imagine that anybody could be doing more. Stunning. Fauci says his words were taken out of context. But this week, the ad continued to run in key battleground states. I do not, and nor will I ever, publicly endorse any political candidate. And here I am, they sticking me right in the middle of a campaign ad, which I thought was outrageous. I was referring to something entirely different. I was referring to the... I was referring to myself uh, having done uh, everything perfectly right. I was referring to me over there. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't referring to Trump. It was, it, it was me. Grueling work of the task force that God would knock on ourselves out seven days a week. I don't think uh-huh. we could possibly have done any more than that. Did the steam start to come out of your ears? <laughs> no, it did. Quite it really did. His steam came out of his ears. Okay. Ooh, is there a video? Did Trump, did Trump not put together the task force? Was it not part of his administration? The guy who hasn't done enough, right? Right. Empowered these people to make these decisions. Yes. But he doesn't want Trump taking credit for that. It's all him. So what he's saying there is, yeah, I didn't 
That's I wasn't talking about Trump there. I was talking about myself. I've done so much. <laughs> I've done so much and healed and and saved the lives of so many. It was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Uh, oh, President Trump has responded <laughs> yeah. as you can perhaps imagine. Uh-huh. Dr. Tony Fauci says we don't allow him to do television, and yet I saw him last night on 60 Minutes. <laughs> and he seems to get more airtime than anybody since the late great Bob Hope. (laughs) All I ask of Tony is that he make better decisions. He said no masks and let China in. Also, bad arm. Wait a minute. What does he mean by bad arm? Well, the president quickly followed it up with a second tweet. (laughs) P.S. Tony should stop wearing the Washington Nationals mask for two reasons. Number one. It's not up to the high standards that he should be exposing. <laughs> high standards he should be exposing. Okay, interesting way to put it. Yeah, don't get hung up on that. Number two, uh-huh, number, number two. two, it keeps reminding me that Tony threw out perhaps the worst first pitch <laughs> in the history of baseball. No, that that distinction goes to Barack Obama. Okay, yeah, there's the because argument. you cut a 79 year old man a little bit of slack. I see. Right. I see. <laughs> That's great. Also, bad arm, and that's what he's talking about. (laughs) Okay, well, that's what we love about Trump, though, right? That those two tweets, sure, essentially, are what got him the presidency. Uh, So great. Uh, But hey, we got a new uh, directive from. We got a new warning. New warning. Yep. Cancel Thanksgiving. What's that, Doctor? Yeah, cancel Thanksgiving no, over there. Cancel Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, don't want you getting together with your family over yeah, there. It, you. it ain't healthy. You yeah. get to bite the bullet and you just eat alone. What? Okay. Everybody Shut eats up. in a separate room and you don't have any extra peoples over the house. I don't like this, there. Doctor. And I don't like your Washington Nationals either while I'm at it. This first oh, look at this. Here it is. Whoa! Just has the bit All four. <laughs> All eight. I don't care who you are yeah. or how old you are. That was... That, that, Humiliating. You got to watch the movie Major League Kids if you haven't seen it. Rob, did you put that funny together? Movie. That's funny, man. Yeah, that's a movie. great, uh, great little deal there. Yeah. So Dr. Fauci saying uh, don't get advice. together for Thanksgiving. You may have to bite the bullet and sacrifice that social gathering unless you're pretty certain that the people you're dealing with are not infected. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Now you've gone too far. Because we, we knew it was all about the election anyway, right? He realizes yeah. the election's before then. He can cool it. He can <laughs> cool true. it. Right. Oh. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. World Series is set. L.A. Dodgers, Tampa... Rays. Oh, is that who's in the World Series? That's who. Oh, okay. Didn't right know. here in the uh, DFW area. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Your uh, Braves were up, what, 3-1 and lost? By the way, the Astros were down 3-0, came back and tied it 3-3, mm-hmm. and then lost Game 7. Thank you for pivoting it, off of my series quickly. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, if you're going to go through that kind of trouble of tying up the series. Then please, for the love of heaven, win it. Yeah, just losing four next time. That <laughs> really sucked. Kara3022 <laughs> uh, sent this reminder to us. News flash. This is a good reminder. 
The government is not in charge of Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas. Stop asking if we're still going to have them. <laughs> yes! I have no... I've heard that question a lot. Yeah. Are we, we going to have... Do we get to have Halloween? <laughs> what do you mean, do we get to have it? Of Are course. you an American? Yeah. Gee! I, I mean, oh, it's I, incredible. It will be interesting to see which uh, of your neighbors have their houses completely dark this year and not Probably just the old timers that don't want to be bothered. It yeah, might be people that just don't want to interact. Yeah. But Dr. Fauci saying, you know, look, Thanksgiving. What what is Yeah, don't even have your family over. Don't even have your family shut over. Up. Bite the bullet and not have a celebration. Yeah, shut up. Seriously, is right. It's time for you to stop talking. It is Dr. getting getting to be that time of year though. The chill is in the air. Yesterday it was Yeah. When when I left in the afternoon, it was I think 54 degrees. It was cool. It was so chilly. great. It was, uh, got to be clear here. It was cooler it was, than average in Texas. Yes. <laughs> Much. By a lot. However, uh, that may not be the case all winter. Apparently, we have La Nina now. Oh, boo. You're about El Nino. Yeah. Yo soy El Nino. I, I, that's a good winter. That's a fun one. It's rocking and rolling, but this but one. But La Nina is uh, the dominating factor, apparently, in this winter's forecast during a La Nina year. Oh, no. Look at these maps, Pat. We typically see warmer, drier weather. Oh, come on. Dry and warm in Texas this winter? I don't want that. No, I don't like that at all. Bite the bullet. I want it to feel like football weather. Thank you. Football. What can't be played in warm, dry weather. I know. I mean, you can. It's just not ideal. When you see like a game in Miami, it's you not want, the same. No, as... it's not. You want the the frozen tundra of Lambo Field, where the warriors gather for battle. That's what you want. That's what you want. Speaking of which, uh, I mentioned that there was something interesting from Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Oh. Interesting, maybe not the right oh, word. Yes. You did mention They it. didn't realize that their mics were hot oh, no. during the flyover pregame, oh. and here's what they had to say. Uh-oh. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, because... The, the Democrats certainly don't want to waste anybody's money. They're not known <laughs> for that at all. Because <laughs> yes. nobody's more frugal than a Democrat. Am I right, Troy? All right. Can we play that again? Listen, he knows That's who's at the top of the ticket. Asinine. Yeah, he does. Listen to this. Yeah, he does. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. Are you kidding me? That's your hard-earned money hey. and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. <laughs> partner. Partner. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah, I didn't like to yeah, see uh, that. Yeah, that's surprising. I mean, they're... Yeah, remember uh, during the Obama administration, nobody ever did a flyover. Yeah. There were no flyovers. That's a new thing. It's a new thing. Brand new. new. Trump mandated this yeah. in 2016, and they've been doing these dumb flyovers ever since. Yeah, when you have a dictatorship... You know, then the the dear leader can just snap his finger and say flyovers all, over all of these stadiums that you know I can't stand that league. How long? Oh, come on. Have sports venues done flyovers? 
Uh, At least since, since 9-11. I can remember it my whole life. Right, and I remember before like big events like the Super Bowl and stuff right. like that. Yes. But yes. Um, it's definitely been an every-time thing, right, since 9-11. Uh, yes. But the point is... But the point is... These guys revealed their true so colors. So disappointing. Yeah. Aikman sounds like he's a... Well, a, a Kamala Biden guy. In a Harris administration, <laughs> things are going to be different. We won't waste money on those kinds of things. Now, he obviously played for the Cowboys. Yeah. But he went to UCLA, right? Um, Oklahoma first, I uh, think, and then transferred. That's right. So mm-hmm. where, where's he from originally, though? That's what I was wondering. I can't remember. Okay. To Texas? Uh, oh, he was born in California. California. Da, da, da. All right. So there you go. Uh, wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Then Jake Tapper at CNN going after uh, Laura Trump on on Biden gaffes comment. Check this out. Every time he comes on stage, or they turn to him, I'm like, Joe, can you get it out? Let's get the words out, Joe. You kind of feel bad for him. <laughs> no. How do you think it makes little kids with stutters feel oh, when they oh, see for you the love of heaven? Like that? Had you? Uh, first and foremost, me? I had no idea that Joe Biden ever suffered from a stutter. I think what we see on stage with Joe Biden, Jake, is very clearly a cognitive decline. Oh, okay. That's what I'm Thank referring you. to. Okay. It makes me uncomfortable okay. to watch no somebody ab- on stage search I can't, this is so amazing. It's so amazing wow. to me that, that... And try and figure out an answer. A cognitive decline. Well, when you're trying you, to you, tell you, me that what I was suggesting was uh, a stuttering, I think you were mocking his stutter. Yeah, I think you were mocking his stutter, and I think you have absolutely no standing to diagnose somebody's cognitive decline. I would think... That somebody in the Trump family would be more sensitive to people who do do not have medical licenses diagnosing politicians from afar. Plenty of people have diagnosed your Hmm. father from afar, and I'm sure it offends you. Your father-in-law from afar, I'm sure it offends you. You don't have any standing to say... I'm not diagnosing him. What I'm saying, Jake, is that we can clearly see that Joe Biden is struggling. I have one last question for you, Laura. You can't... ...on stage, and it's very concerning to a lot of people that this could be the leader of the free world. That is all I'm saying. I genuinely feel sorry for Joe Biden. I appreciate it. I'm sure... I mean, that's ridiculous. Wow, is that ridiculous? Because here he was with Jill Biden, what, two, three weeks ago, asking about her husband's gaffes. Your husband has been known um, to make the occasional gaffe. Hmm. Are you oh, making fun? You can't fun? even go there. You can after Donald Trump. You cannot well, even say the word. I can't gaff. even say the word gaff. Nope. I can't even nope. say the word gaff. Done. Okay. It's gone. All right. The gaff well, issue is over because over. it's over because so you said it was okay. All right. I'll be a I'll be a good boy. All right. I'm gonna shut it down now. He did. He completely. He moved on to something about Obama or whatever at that point. And he did. Uh, uh, wow. Notice the difference between that interview where he acquiesces immediately Uh and then the Laura Trump who he attacks the whole time. I mean, it it was almost like he was getting penance for, for, for what he had said to Jill. He's like, okay, look, look, I can, I can make it right. I can, I can, I can play that card uh, on the other way. Uh, And uh, you have absolutely no concern about Joe Biden's cognitive abilities. Seriously. And he you're a newsman. He knows. He has seen all of these gaffes. He knows she was not. Laura Trump was not talking about My stuttering. God. Shut up, Jake. You take that really bad. You take that Joe Biden moment that he had, where he got slapped down, mm-hmm. and now he got to play that role. 
Right. And you take how he talked about the Constitution last week with the Biden talking head, right? About, look, mm-hmm. court packing and, and what the Republicans are doing by putting ACB in there is not uh, against the Constitution. He feels like he has to lean farther left now to try to get those people back. He's crazy, man. That was that was rough. Really bad. Really disappointing because we've mentioned many times how we respected Jake Tapper because he seemed like he handed it to both sides. That's completely gone. Yeah. He That's ha- completely gone. He had his moments, but that one right there is so egregious. And by wow. the way, stop mansplaining, Jake. You wouldn't even yeah. let Laura Trump talk. You kept cutting off her Zoom microphone by talking over her there. That was that was a poor was job. pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic. So I guess these are the kinds of questions it's acceptable to ask Joe Biden oh. uh, of his campaign or his people or he himself. This is a hard-hitting oh, investigative journalist who wants to know and asks probing questions okay. like this. Oh, look, he's getting milkshakes. We yeah. milkshakes yeah. Now listen to the question. Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what flavor did you get? We got one marijuana one chocolate, but I wanted to get a what we call black and white, but we're going to move it. What? <laughs> Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what flavor did you get? Got a vanilla? I got a vanilla, got a chocolate. And what do you call them, Joe? I, got, I call them the black and white. Are you, who has ever called vanilla and chocolate black and white? Uh, racist like Joe. That, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, that is... Uh, yeah, we got ebony and ivory flavors. <laughs> Shut up. You know, these flavors live together on a <laughs> piano keyboard. <laughs> oh, Lord. Why can't we? Huh? Side side by side they live together. In his hands. On the <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what kind of flavor do you have? <laughs> That's the hard hitting. I mean, that is seriously journalism that we've come is to love. Akin to uh what has uh what was the word? Infatuated you the most with the Enchanted. office? Enchanted you the most yeah. with the Enchanted. office. Yes. Uh, oh President Obama, tell us more about <laughs> how it's like to live in the little White House. Uh this is how this is how they get treated. What has surprised you the most about this office? Mm-hmm. Enchanted you the most Enchanted serving you in this the office, most. humbled you the most oh. and troubled you the most. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. The milkshakes. That's what uh, <laughs> that's what I love here. I mean, what? I. It's the <laughs> kind of question you get from CNN. Uh, by the way, CNN's Don Lemon getting a little bit of uh, anger thrown his way from Ice Cube because I guess Lemon was criticizing Ice Cube for his involvement with Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. And, and that's because he's black and. He's gotten out of the uh, plantation, I guess, and right. you can't do that. How dare you? How dare help you? a Republican president? How dare um, you? Bring effective change to the black community. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah. we and, don't want that. So, Lemon opened Friday night's edition of CNN Tonight by bantering with colleague Chris Cuomo about a just-concluded interview with rap and film star Ice Cube, who's been facing intense criticism ever since uh, the, he the Trump campaign was announced with his permission. Uh-huh that the rapper advised them on his platinum plan 
for black America. Okay, so Ice Cube had just appeared on with Chris Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing like the handoff or whatever. So then Lemon said, <clears throat> I don't want to disrespect him. He's very accomplished. I've only met him a few times. Nice guy. Yeah, we have that video. If you want okay, to here it is. Interesting conversation with Cube. But there's a lot more to it than Spit it what out. happened. Oh, tell us. Tell us. What you guys talked about. How tell so? us. Well, the whole, there's a reason that African Americans are not drawn to, most African Americans are not drawn to or open to what this administration is doing or saying. One must be careful with, let's put it this way. <laughs> I yeah. had a conversation the other day, and, and I won't give it away, um, with Oprah. And she talked about um, the power of a platform. Right, just a phone conversation. Power of a platform. Okay. So if you're someone like Ice Cube, mm-hmm. and you have the platform that you have, and I don't want to disrespect him, I, you know, he's very accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mm-hmm. only met him a few times. Nice guy. But one needs to know what one is talking about. One needs to educate <laughs> oneself on just wow, what is wow, other than the basics about capital, which is important. Um, about voting, which is important, and so on and so forth. So you have to be careful who you align yourself with. So you have to, you have to educate yourself about that. Oh, I see. What a condescending douchebag. What, I mean, that is racism from a fellow black man. That is despicable. So he has to agree with everything. You know that Ice Cube has thought about this, researched it, looked into things, just like Don Lemon has, but Don Lemon is assuming that he's too stupid and ignorant to do his own homework. He's got to agree with everything most blacks agree with. Really crazy. Ice Cube wasn't pleased. <laughs> he he called uh, Lemon out for his punk-ass criticism. <laughs> if you have any balls, I need to be on your show <laughs> Monday. I'll be ready. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Don Lemon's page. Uh, Didn't have him on, I did don't he? see any I mention of Ice Cube being a guest coming up or having just been on. Hmm. I'm surprised. I would have thought yeah. that... Uh... Surprise! Jeez. That's uh, it's despicable. Yeah. There's a lot of that going around. Uh, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. <clears throat> Man, what an important time to be proficient with your handgun, with your rifles, with whatever. Because, who knows? Uh, Innocent people are falling victim to crime. You don't want to do that. Crime intimidation. They've been forced to fend for themselves because Democrats on the left are successfully defunding the police. When the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense is the only option. But most of us don't have the time to consistently train. Plus, ammo's really expensive if you can even find it. That's why iTarget Pro was invented. Using their proprietary app and a laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm. It's really easy and really fun. It comes with a laser bullet, so you put that into the chamber instead of instead of the actual bullet. So that's it's safe inside your home. And it comes in all major calibers from 223 to 556, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm you own. And today, you can get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code, Pat. 
Smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in just a few days of practice. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com offer code PAD. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight, And did Pat Unleashed on Twitter? I uh, got some tweets here from. Uh, I couldn't feck less. <laughs> yes. At least they said it properly. Yeah, they did. Not I, not I could feck less. It's I couldn't feck less. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What in 2020? Uh, wait, in 2020, wouldn't it be the Laninex <laughs> instead of Laninia? Aha. Uh-huh. Lenin X. Uh, X, yeah. Because yeah. you have to have that. Got it. What, 3% of Hispanics use that stupid <laughs> term? Uh, DMXDM tweets, uh, Fauci should should <laughs> stick to pitching. He's a far better uh, He's far better with a ball than with a virus. Mm-hmm. His first uh, offering. And here it is again. Whoa. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. <clears throat> tried the corner and missed. All four. <laughs> All eight. <laughs> you know, he's still uh, broadcasting uh, for the Brewers. Oh, that's Bob amazing. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, that's cool. Is he in, in his 90s now? What? Hey. Gotta be. Let's Maybe see. take a peek at that and Must see. Must be the front row. Let's see. 86. 86. <clears throat> From Freeform Rioter. <laughs> Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what's your favorite word? And we had somebody who actually They ask me all the time, what is your favorite question. this? What is your favorite, favorite that? What is your favorite that? that, 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 that. And one time, what is your favorite, favorite word? Your favorite And I said, my favorite, my favorite word, word, that, that is, is really, really easy. easy. It's my favorite word is the word. The word. The word. Yeah. Is the word. Is the word. And that is and everything. Well, it's it the says word. it all for right. us. Yeah. And you know the biblical reference. Sure. You know the gospel reference of the word. Do you, though? That's... And uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> that is word, word. that sure. word is, uh, is we have it, to give voice, give voice to what that means in terms huh. of uh, public policy that would be in well, keeping with- I mean selectively you know we pick and choose which of the word that we you know put into our public policy and which we don't really care about or we just ignore or pretend it doesn't exist okay <laughs> I mean we can't follow all of it that would be hard. So what is your favorite milkshake flavor, Pat? I'm going to say chocolate, okay. Keith. Yeah. Oh, I see. Just plain old chocolate yeah. milkshakes. Pandering yeah. like Joe, I see. Mm-hmm. Very well. Mm-hmm. Let's see. From Turtles Are Dumb. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. I have never heard it called a black and white. Right. Right. What is that? It's. I've heard it called swirl. Right. What kind of virtue signaling is exactly, he attempting with that? Exactly if what that turtles weren't so stupid, oh, yeah. they would put straws in their noses. When I see a straw, I put it in my mouth. Straws, straws don't, don't belong there, but the turtles don't know why. So maybe they all deserve to die. Any excuse to play that, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> and this from B. DeBonine. Joey Digits. Such a great name for him. Joey Digits. Oh. Lack of knowing what numbers over 100,000 yeah. 
isn't a stuttering problem, though. Thank you. Jake. Yeah. Uh, that was really one of Jake Tapper's worst moments ever, uh, I think. It yeah. was just, it was absolutely despicable. Yeah. yeah, Laura Trump dares to suggest that Joe Biden um, Yeah, listen to this. Issues. She's already said, he plays this clip of her saying that it's cringeworthy. When he's on stage, you're kind of, say it, speak it. You feel bad for him because he can't get it out. She wasn't talking about his stuttering. Every time he comes on stage or they turn to him, I'm like, Joe, can you get it out? Let's get the words out, Joe. You kind of feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. How do you think it makes little kids with stutters feel when they see you make a comment like that? Oh, wow. That is a power. What an indictment on Laura Trump. How do you <laughs> How do you think it makes little kids feel? Feel when, I don't think little kids even think about it. First of all, little kids aren't watching the news coverage. Secondly, they don't even they don't even they wouldn't consider that her making fun of their stuttering right. problem that's if that's what they what have. That's doing. not what she was talking about. Nice try, Jake. You're trying too hard. Uh, first and foremost, I had uh-huh. no idea that Joe Biden ever suffered from a stutter. I think what we see on stage with Joe Biden, part. Jake, is very clearly a cognitive decline. Okay. That's what I'm referring okay. to. Okay, all right, that's it. Okay, now you've said cognitive decline. That's it. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. That's it. I ca- I'm, No, I'm sorry. You will not speak that way about my Joe. You will not. I mean, look at him carrying the water for Joe Biden now. Yep. Yep. That's what he got put in his place for. Yeah, it was just ago. a couple of weeks ago when this happened with Jill Biden, where they were socially distanced about 80 feet apart. <laughs> Your husband has been known uh, uh, to make the occasional gas. Uh, oh, you can't even go there. You can, after Donald uh-huh. Trump, you cannot well, even say the word huh. gaff. I can't even say the word gaff. No, no, I can't even say the word gaff. Okay, then Done. I won't. And it's I gone. won't. Never mind. Okay. The gaff issue is over. Because it's over. over. So yeah. Over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jill. You're right. I'm sorry. I just wondered if, you know, maybe we'd talk about I guess not, though. No, that was, I'm out of line here. I'm sorry. Let me save my venom for Laura Trump. <laughs> Heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching announcement from Rush yesterday. I think he spoke about it for eight or ten minutes, uh, how he's doing health-wise. And uh, while it's not, you know, it's not that he's given up or anything, but he did say the days of him not looking at this diagnosis as a death sentence are over. Uh, So our thoughts and prayers are with Rush. I mean, if we were... To lose him, that changes the landscape completely. The the man is responsible for talk radio as it currently exists. Just uh, uh, really a giant in the industry. And uh, and I understand that Michael Savage took some shots at him. That's absolutely despicable. Absolutely despicable. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh... Something else that broke yesterday, because there's just so much to talk about. We haven't even gotten to the Jeffrey Tubin story, which is no, no, disgusting. Which is waiting which for is, Jeffrey to address tomorrow. Maybe at Grey Unleashed, it might be best to wait. Uh, <laughs> it's but, a chewing the fat story Taylor made. <laughs> very strange. He was on a Zoom call with 
some of his other staff members at New, the New Yorker magazine. And I, I'm thinking maybe some people from CNN were on there as well. Yeah, they're getting, they were going to discuss their election night coverage. Okay. And they've all played, they all play different parts on this. And so they're, they're doing their thing on this Zoom meeting <laughs> when all of a sudden he lowers the camera and starts to satisfy himself exposed Mm-mm. and stuff Mm-mm. and uh he ap- apparently he got another call another zoom call which he thought he went to and uh thought that the zoom that he it wasn't visible to his other staff members and it was and uh so so congratulations to jeff tubin from cnn uh for showing his staffers a little more than they bargained for during that maybe, particular maybe meeting. Maybe we go with a different word <laughs> next Or time. maybe it was a little less than they bargained for. I don't know. That, that's, <laughs> that's a thinking man's joke there. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Uh, so what, what did he, so he lowered his laptop like this? Yeah, he lowered the camera so that you could see his unit. And then, uh, <laughs> so weird. So could you not just wait until after the right. Zoom meeting? Schedule that, right? <laughs> right? I mean, what do you do? What? Strange. Anyway, very embarrassing. He's been suspended. And I think you're taking a little time off of both jobs, both at the magazine well, he's got, and at CNN. He's got a, so His plate is full. He's got a lot going on. Yes, he does. He doesn't have time <laughs> for her jobs. Well, he's trying to multitask, and apparently... <laughs> There were some people who didn't appreciate his multitasking. Whatever. I mean, it's, you know? a, it's, Whatever. A, it's a demanding time. You got it a is. lot going on. It's hard to fit everything in the course of a day. Exactly. Exactly. And you just got to figure out how to. Yeah. How to maybe better manage your. Manage your time. Your time. Your time. If you will. Mm-hmm. And I think you will for the most part. So, uh, also, speaking of CNN. And how despicable the media is. Uh, You know, last week during the town hall meeting, which really turned into kind of a debate between Savannah Guthrie and Donald Trump Mm -hmm. on his town hall. Now, Joe Biden got softball after softball from George Stephanopoulos. We talk about how Biden had 10 questions asked in his entire um, town hall, whereas Trump handled 43. Wow. 43 to 10. No, I don't know that I've heard that. Yes. Ten questions to 43? Shh, that's incredible. And, and, and Biden that's was incredible. on longer, too. I mean, it's just... Uh, wow. Weird. Uh, and in order to ask him 43 questions, you got to be interrupting him a lot. And she did. And there was uh, somebody who put a count on it. How many times do you think Savannah Guthrie interrupted Donald Trump zero. during the town hall? Is it zero, more than not, zero? It's been more than zero. Okay. Check this out. I felt good the following day. I felt really good. Did the doctors ever tell you that they saw pneumonia on your lung scan? No, perhaps infected. And, uh, infected you know, with? You know, I tested positive. Well, let's talk about testing. I had no problem before. Did you test the day of the debate? That's wow. when I first found out about Back it. to the debate. Okay, the five times. That's got to be about it, right? I, I test all the time, and 
they, did you take a test oh, on the six, day of the okay. debate? You, they take a test, and I leave, and I go about so my you, business. Did you take a test on okay. the day of the debate? And they took a test, and it tested positive. So just to button it up. Well, there can't be too many more. After the debate, I tested positive. Let's and talk about. That's when they decided to let's go. Just the other day, they came out with a statement that 85% of the people that wear masks catch it. So you know, They didn't say that. I know that study. That's, 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 a, that's what I heard. I have to be out. You can see and people with a mask, know, though, right? I can, but I'm not going to not let them do it. Now, there honest. was an event with the gold. I don't think that's probably where it was called. Okay, we're at 12. Well, I was going to say, yeah. you bring All right, it up. All right, a baker's dozen. There's no one that hmm. says. It's risky doing it. It is risky doing but it. But as it's president, you, you're, you're right. There's tremendous spikes. But our death rate is worse. Interrupted 16 times so far. Absolutely incredible. I want to pick up on something you just said. 17. You said we're rounding the corner. I believe now, we're rounding the corner. Now, 10%. 2,200,000 That's 2 million figure, though. You can't let this continue to go on with wow. the lockdowns. Well, most and I believe states, that on November yeah. 4th, now they're open. It's like a ghost town. Let's get, let's get to the and, and you didn't have a hard time ever building it up again. Let's so, get to so that cure, and he was asking questions wow. like Biden was a child. Well, well so this so is a little bit of a dodge. Are you listening? I denounce right. <laughs> no, she's not. Right. What's your next question? You? I denounce these people on the left that are burning down our cities that are run uh -huh. by Democrats who don't right, know what they're doing. While we're denouncing, let me ask Two you dozen about times so far. I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little, but I know nothing they about it. They believe it is if a satanic like cult run by the deep state. the subject, burning down cities Jeez. run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass. I don't know. Let, let me ask me you another thing. Let's, let's go. Keep asking me these okay. questions. I but, do have but, one let more. Let me just, let me, and I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that, and I agree but with that. But there's not a satanic pedophile cult they run by. Okay, 30 times so far. Why does he say it doesn't exist? Because you're Antifa, no, so more than zero? So yeah, more oh, than zero. Yeah. Thirty-one more, thirty-two more. Like someone's so far. crazy uncle who no, can no, just retweet. No, no. I wouldn't be able to get the word out, and the well, word, the word is, is and counting. And dumped in garbage cans. That is a handful. We could go all night, which we won't. When I see thousands of ballots dumped in a garbage Jeez, can and they happen to have my name on it. I'm not happy okay, about that. Okay, but just, those are case Dr. Right. Fauci said I saved thousands and thousands of lives. Did you not? I was early. I don't want to go out and say, everybody's wow. going to die. Everybody's going to die. Isn't there a middle ground? You don't no, have to mislead. They were talking about a 42% unemployment Who rate. Who was talking it about that? Out, I heard 20 I am all well, for I it. I don't get that. Only 40 times and counting. Scott, Dr. Scott, he's from great guys, Stanford. He will tell you. He's not an infectious Counting some more. Oh, I don't know. Look, he's an ah, expert. He's look. one of the great experts of the world. But I don't get it because you... But then you have a report coming out two days ago that 85% of the people wearing masks... I'm looking at the report. It's not about mm -hmm. mask wearing. It was... And I want right, to give I, you I, I, health care. Mr. So President, important. I got to Thank you very much. On the pre-existing conditions. Individual mandate is gone. That was the worst part. You repealed, but you haven't replaced. We got rid of the individual mandate. But that the, went the through the legislature. The repeal and replace. We will always protect people with pre-existing conditions. If you're successful in November... We are ready to sign and pass stimulus, but People she's got to do not order. love the back and forth of Washington. I wanted to be bold. I want the wow. money to go to directly. Are Senate Republicans with you? They're going to go big? They'll go. They're going to be okay, very So far, they have not I said they because would. Because I haven't asked them to. I don't love what's happening to San Francisco. Well, I hear you right. It sounds like you're saying Avenue, $400 million isn't that much. We're at 52 now. Biggest office buildings. But are you, are more you, than are zero? You, yeah. So a few more than zero. Yeah. That sounds and like yes. You'll see that. 
54. People have a house to Any put a foreign bank, 55. foreign entity. Not you saw what they did with the religious But to be clear, there is no law or rule. My son is here. They run the company. I don't run the company. You it know? also says that you pay $750 <laughs> in taxes in the, the, the year you were elected. Is that true or not? It's a statutory number. It's Shameless. A statutory. But is that true? I think it's a filing number. You pay $750. It's a filing or a filing fee. And I know she's going to make a great decision for our country. Even you, Savannah, will be very impressed. Sir, we have about 30 seconds left. We created new levels of jobs that nobody thought was possible. And next year is going to be better than ever before. I got to leave it there. I got a wrap from the control room. Mr. President, thank you for your time. All right. She is getting accolades from the left and from the media like you can't believe. That was just, she exhibited journalism there. She interrupted him 61 times. So was it an interview or a town hall? It, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> neither. It was a debate mm-hmm. between the president and Savannah Guthrie. Pathetic. Wow. I mean, the media, they just don't care about objectivity anymore at all. We got another uh, interesting uh Example of that from is this yeah it's New Zealand. Um, oh yeah, the, so this politician guy who has come out against COVID, who has come out and and basically said there's a, too much hysteria going on. Yeah, he lost his election. He lost right. his election. Then he sits down for an interview with the uh, New Zealand uh, journalist lady, and this was fun. And she's uh, I guess she's taking on the role of Savannah Guthrie here. <laughs> oh goodness, this is rough. After a decade in politics, former National MP Jamie Lee Ross is out of Parliament. The Advance NZ co-leader joins me now. Jamie Lee, you just described yourself as a loser. You are out of National, out of Parliament, out of Botany. Your political career is in tatters. Do you have any regrets? Tatters? Look, we gave it a good go uh, this time round. We put together a new party in just a few months' time. Uh, We only gathered uh, 1% of the vote. It clearly wasn't enough, but I've enjoyed the opportunity to work with all the people that I have with Advanced New Zealand. Do you want to have another crack at answering that? Because I just asked you if you have any regrets. You've just been um, part of a political movement which has been peddling misinformation during the election campaign. Do you have any regrets? No, I think we were asking some hard questions about the direction of COVID-19. Uh-huh. If you're asking about regrets throughout the whole three-year term, mm-hmm. of course, we could have all done things a lot differently and a lot better back in 2018. Beater. But we're here now. Um, we made our bed and we just moved I forward. F- I want to focus on the strategy. Look, why, why on <laughs> earth did you get into bed with Billy Tikahika. I could see that there was a lot of growth on social media. There was a lot of growth in the t- number of people coming <laughs> so along and looking at it. purely political ambition. No, I you could sold see, your soul I for could, political I could, ambition. I could see that there was uh, people wow. out there who were asking questions around things that I believe in too, around freedom and sovereignty uh, uh-huh. for New Zealand. And a but, pandemic. No, that is nothing. I've never said that, Tova. You haven't, but he has. I've never said that. COVID-19 is a real virus, and we were asking questions about whether the country was going in the right direction. You know exactly what you were doing. (laughs) You were whipping up fear and hysteria among vulnerable communities. Not at all. If you go and look at the mortality rate of COVID-19 compared to other um, flu epidemics... I'm going to stop. No, I don't want to hear any of that. What do you want to hear? Well, if you're going to come on the show and say, things which are just factually incorrect. I can do that actually. <laughs> Politics is all you all you've oh. known. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do after this? 
I think it's time for a rest. Uh, but look, I've enjoyed um, the decade that I've been in Parliament. I think uh -huh. it's been one where I've been able to serve my community of Botany and okay. I've done that diligently. And the last two years wasn't what I expected when we had election 2017. Uh, but there's a whole lot of characters in the National Party too that I think uh, will be looking back at this term and thinking they could have and should have done things a lot differently. Who, you said you do have some regrets from the, the three-year parliamentary term or perhaps more broadly in your political career. Um, this might be the last time that you're on air, probably the last time that we'll invite you on. Are there any apologies that you want to do to anyone? I think we Jeez. all in the National Party back in 2018 could have done things differently, and we should have. And that was probably the start of the decline uh, for the <laughs> National Party. Had we all done things differently, we'd all be in a different position. But it happened, we mm. move forward, mm -hmm. and we focus on the future. That's yeah. what I'm Do doing Do you take now. some responsibility for the drubbing that was served to the National Party <laughs> wow. last night? Internally... Back in early 2018, I was asking questions about Quiche. whether the party was too negative, Bad. whether we should have been more aspirational, mm -hmm. whether Simon Bridges was connecting with New Zealanders. Yeah, I, I wasn't him. listened to internally. Sure? That was the falling out I had with Simon Bridges. Over time, it got worse, mm -hmm. and it blew out publicly. I was saying back then, though, the National Party wasn't connecting. Tonight, or last night, their 27% was because they weren't offering a vision. They weren't offering hope to New Zealanders, uh -huh. and Jacinda Ardern did. Why right. did you stand down in Botany? Jeez. Because all of the conversations that we had, uh -huh. you were still convinced that you were somehow going to win that seat. People have described you as a narcissist. It did almost <laughs> seem like a kind of narcissistic <laughs> belief that you could win the seat that was obviously going to go to Chris So why did People you stand down? People have described you. rolling out all the terms, aren't why you? Did you stand, why did you stand down? I wanted to focus on the nationwide campaign with He's pretty amazing. We had 62 yeah. brand new to candidates and I was doing that. Had I stayed in Botany, beating. I probably would yeah. have taken so much vote off Luxon that Labour would have won the seat. So I guess wow. my final gift to the You're National Party was, was, was giving them You're Christopher Luxon. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Former National MP Jamie Lee Ross. Wow, wow. And it makes you think, wow, Savannah Guthrie, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> That was nice and objective, wasn't it? That oh just a my goodness. How did he <laughs> keep his composure, questioning. man? I don't know. Oh. I would have gotten up and left right in the middle of the interview. You yeah. should have. It was amazing. She had no interest in discussing the real COVID numbers or no, anything like none. that. Absolutely which not. Are, do we have the chart, Rob, of, of the United States daily confirmed coronavirus cases? Do you have that? Uh, there's a graph uh, that shows that, you know, because the, the media has gone from reporting the deaths to just the cases now. Yes. And which is going to go up if yeah. you're testing everybody and their brother for this now. Yeah, it's going to go up. Okay. Well, anyhow. We don't have the graph. I guess we don't have it, but uh, basically it's um, the, the deaths have remained steady uh -huh. after, well, after coming way down. Now they've, now they've leveled off. It's the cases that are shooting way up, which, of course, you're going to have with mm -hmm. more testing numbers. But it's interesting, though, that this time last year, um, we have apparently solved uh, the flu. Uh, as someone pointed out on Twitter, Trump getting no credit for eliminating the flu, which is down 95%. Is it really? It is. Because it's now a COVID number, you see. Or as Jimmy Stewart might say, Yes. You say. Flu is down 95% in the United States. Congratulations. Donald Trump defeated influenza. Yeah. Yay. And getting no credit whatsoever for that. It's amazing. Triple eight, 933.93. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, then we have this from NBC News. Uh <laughs> This is fun. This is great. This was tweeted to us by Drew. 
uh, NBC News should take this up with NBC News. NBC News. Apparently, there's some conflicting reports from, I don't know, NBC, NBC News. NBC News. Yeah, I guess. I don't know which of these is wrong. but in- This is NBC News in 2018. Okay, what do you got? Okay. Uh, they tweeted out California Firefighters Union union leader uh, said President Trump owes the communities and first responders an apology for blaming the state's deadly wildfires on poor forest management. Yeah, remember that? How remember dare that? he even? NBC News, let's see, recently, yeah, yeah the, uh, on the 18th, <laughs> they tweet out, decades of mismanagement led to choked forests. Now it's time to clear them out, fire experts say. Wait a minute. Wait, that sounds familiar. Uh, Where did we hear that before? Wait a minute. I thought the forest managers were owed an apology. Well, hmm. All right. I tell you, man. Fascinating. Cannot win, that guy. Also a sign of things to come, perhaps. Um, I guess that there might be some... A COVID vaccine tie to your passport where maybe in order to travel the world, you might have to have a a vaccine. We said it. Who saw that coming? No. Well, yes, uh, all of us. We all did. Uh, We all did. Yeah, and so Australia, I guess. uh, Already in Australia. They're going to take the lead on this. Not quite yet, but once that vaccine comes, get ready. Listen to this. Is to digitize the incoming passenger card. So at the moment, everybody who arrives into Australia, be you a foreigner or an Aussie, you would complete this card and it has your contact information, your details, as well as some of the biosecurity information. Um, That obviously is sometimes difficult to read. It takes time to manually process this. And in the future, when we need Mm. to be able to contact trace people, um, we, of course, would like that information to be able to get to health authorities uh, immediately rather than having to go through the process of entering the data and across to them. So from this time next year, our expectation is that we'll no longer need this incoming passenger card because we'll have a fully digital incoming passenger card. And what's more, by having a digital product Uh in the future, should there be a globally available vaccine, we'll be able to attach Attach. an authentic vaccination certificate the certificate to the incoming passenger card so that we will know if a person has indeed had that vaccination and therefore they will be able to um, enter into Australia potentially without quarantining. So that's coming. That'll Maybe, be fun. You know what, you, what else you could put is our religion on the on the card. Put the religion <laughs> on the card and the vaccine on the card. On the card. And let's see what we what yeah. we can do with that. Because uh-huh. that... maybe you could keep some undesirables out of your country. Am this I right? Is, this is going to be fun. Isn't this it? Is, oh, I love the trajectory huh. of Western society. And then after you've got the vaccine, the religion, then you can put their, their political affiliation, which would be great too. And, and what really would they handy. put that on? They put that on the CAD. Oh, on the CAD. Yeah, right there on the CAD. Okay, yeah. See what happens. Just a heads up, uh, (laughs) 50% of people who died from the flu uh, Uh last year uh, had the flu shot. So I'm sure it'll be effective once we finally do have that. That's impossible because you're not supposed to get the flu after you've had the flu shot. Yeah. That's what the flu shot Much is Much less die from it, right? Wow, that's amazing. It's going to be fun. Is that on the CAD? Uh, that'll be on the CAD as well. Okay. Everything. Uh, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, leftist corporations like Verizon have empowered radicals, of course, to tear our country apart. 
We've seen it. And uh, thank you to Verizon for funding their efforts. It's great. Most recently, they sent $10 million to Al Sharpton and others. Uh, This all started, of course, with the impeachment process, exploiting the pandemic, violent riots. Now they're threatening violence over filling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court, too. Now, Patriot Mobile will not fund these leftist corporations. They won't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America, and they won't fund Planned Parenthood with it. So when you switch, you'll get the same coverage you get from from the big uh, companies, but they all use the same cell towers. So you're going to get the same nationwide service, You get, but you get to support a company that shares your values and supports our police. They make switching really easy. You can keep your phone, you can keep your number, whatever you want to do. Uh, switch them both if you want. Get a free month of service or a free phone plus free activation when you use the offer code PAT. Go to patriotmobile.com slash PAT or call their U.S.-based customer service team. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. patriotmobile.com slash PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. You know who Sue Bird is? Big time uh, WNBA basketball player. I well, know you know her because. Why would man, you even ask like, that, man? It's like if she fell down in a forest, would anybody hear her? No, because nobody's watching. Or in or the forest. Listening, or in the forest. I mean, why would you even right? be out there? I don't know. And Crazy. you certainly wouldn't be playing basketball in the forest. Right. And this is Sue Bird, right? <laughs> Sue Bird. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid growing up, uh, mm-hmm. in my bedroom, I had uh, posters of my three favorite basketball players. Which was Dominique, one of them, Sue Bird? Is Dominique Wilkins, okay. Spud Webb, mm-hmm. and a young Sue Bird. <laughs> a really young Sue Bird. Very young. That's great. That's great. So tell me more. I'm glad you were interested, though. Well, Sue Bird says that um, she says to be completely blunt, but also it's kind of simple. Soccer players generally are cute little white girls, and I think basketball yeah. players were all shapes and sizes. It's 70 to 80% black women, and a lot of gay women. We're tall, we're big, and I think there's just maybe this intimidation factor with that. So people people watch women's soccer more because in the WNBA, uh, they're black and gay. <laughs> what? It, it can't be that we're just not interested in your stupid sport, oh, no. right? It has to be some sort of discrimination situation really we've got it we're just racists that's why i'm tearing down everything my, comes down to that my sue bird poster is coming down Are, the is wall. it really that's yeah. a drastic move keith it's been there a long time a long seriously time, yeah. the wood paneling behind it's going to be <laughs> faded now when i pull it <laughs> all right we'll see you tomorrow